It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, season three, Punk Rock Reflection. I'm going for a walk. What's up, Punk Rock Classrooms crew? Josh Buckley here with my Punk Rock Reflection for this week. And I am going to talk about three things today that are near and dear to my heart. Uh, on the last episode, Mike and I talked about the idea of what's your, you know, what's your mission? What's your educational mission? What's your vision look like and why that's important? One, why is, why is mission important in punk rock? And then how does it really impact us as educators? And one of the things I want to talk about is something that's been on my Twitter bio for a long, long time, three words. And those three words are pizza, punk rock, and politics. Um, This is, I guess, what you could call my shortened mission or three things that I think really uh, define um, some of the things I believe in, pizza, punk, and politics, the three Ps, right? (laughs) Really important things. But for me, I wanna explain what that is. Uh, Years ago, I was in message training. I was I was uh, in the teachers union. Um, I was a local leader in my uh, in my local teachers union. I was working on stuff with the state association, and <clears throat> I went on this uh, training. I went to this training, this organ this organizing training. But I think I think this one was a a discussion about messaging like how do you talk about the things um, that are important to you right because in that work you're often talking to legislators you're talking to principals and superintendents and you're talking to people in the community and really the idea of framing what's important to you and what you believe in is key to sort of influencing people to support education to support kids to support things because you know uh, if you're an educator your school's probably not the best funded school. It's not funded like it should be. You don't have the resources need. You don't have the the help you need sometimes. You don't have the prep time you need sometimes. So we need to convince some people. So I, I went to this messaging training and one of the things I talked about was coming up with this trifecta, these three things that kind of are the core of, of what you believe in or what you, you know, <clears throat> what you hold true. And slightly tongue in cheek, you know, that's that 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 punk in me. Right. I don't want to take the I didn't want to take it wholeheartedly seriously. Right. I didn't want to like I have a I have a problem with using edgy speak. It's something that drives me nuts. I'm not. I think sometimes when we when we come up with these things, sometimes we sound too altruistic and too like unreal. And sometimes that just comes off to people and they go like, yeah, whatever, right? So for me, I, I said, these are three words that I that ring true for me and that's pizza punk and politics. And and it's really been a part of who I am and, and partly because I grew up in the punk scene. I was a government teacher. I taught about politics. Um, but those three things encapsulate what I think are important in not just what I was doing uh, when I was president of the teachers union or when I was working with a state affiliate, um, but when 
I was in the classroom. And now that I am out of the classroom and sort of a, a support role for teachers, right? As I'm supporting teachers as a Title I specialist and some of that work involves, you know, leadership at the school level. And for me, those three words ring true. And I wanna to talk to you about why. So let's talk about those things. Pizza, punk, rock, politics, right? Um, let's start with pizza. Why do I think pizza is this important part of, of who I am? And, and pizza represents for me, well, one, it's it's really, who doesn't love pizza? I mean, the Ninja Turtles love it. I love it. Everybody should love pizza. But my point is, for me, pizza represents this idea of, you know, of, of coming together and building community, right? Uh, what's better than getting with your friends and sharing a pizza, uh, hanging out, watching, you know, whatever, you know, whatever you're watching, pizza, pizza goes with it. And me... I love a good pizza and a beer combo, but I think really that that pizza for me represents community. It's that big round pie and each piece of it is someone can, can take a piece of that pizza. We're all experiencing the same thing. We're all part of the same thing. We just each are our own slice. We each get our own slice. It's, it's a communal way to eat, right? It is family style. You're eating with your hands. You're taking it off the one big plate that everybody else is taking, taking a piece of. And for me, community is a giant part of what what we do as educators. The community you build in your classroom is ultimately important. Making sure that everybody in your classroom gets a piece and that everybody in your classroom is 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 given the support they need in order to access that that piece of pizza. Uh, it is the community you build with the families that that bring students to you, that bring their children to you, that bring their loved ones to you, that bring their you know the the the, the children that they're responsible for to you to take care of. Um, that building relationships with that community, that aspect of the people around you is important. It's also important to build community with the the folks that surround your building. Uh, for example, our uh, city council person who represents the district where I'm at um, has been at all sorts of events for us. He comes, he donates money to um, our school so that we can do extra things. You know, he comes and uh, was at our big holiday bash where we worked with our uh, fire and medical department in the city and we worked with the Mesa Police Department and, and, and we put on this big thing to help support the kids and community members in our that surround our school. And that connection with someone in our community is incredibly important. Um, having access to something, another community member that's been really helpful for us is the Elks Lodge where I where I work, right? So the local Elks Lodge has been incredibly important. They just got us a $5,000 grant. We just met um, with this group called Urban Farming Education, and they're gonna help us put in another garden. In fact, a much bigger and better garden for our garden club and for our students to learn, you know, both both you know, learn science and they can use it for learning economics and they can learn self-sustaining habits. They can learn all of these cool things with this garden space. And it's because of those connections with our community, that pizza part of it. Uh, second is the punk part. And I think that's evident from this podcast why why I think punk is is a really important part of the education puzzle. 
that punk rock mindset of bringing everything you have to what you do, leaving it all out on the stage, doing it with whatever resources you have, whether that's, you know, a crappy guitar you bought at a pawn shop and a junky amp and you turn it up as loud as it goes and you play the three chords, you know, and you and you write your epic tale. That punk rock attitude, sorry for clapping, is the thing that really does it for me. That's really important education, bringing everything you've got to your classroom every day. If you're a leader, putting it all out on the line for the kids that you that you serve on your campus, for the teachers you support and walk alongside of, but also a little bit of punk rock attitude when it comes up to standing up for what's right. Right now, we're hearing people talk about you know all of these rules and, and all these laws that are being passed about what we can say in classrooms and and who we can acknowledge and recognize and and some of them are awfully hateful towards our students in the LGBTQ community and that punk rock piece of me says no. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to stand against the kids that are in my classroom. I'm going to stand up for those kids. I'm going to speak out against these things that are being done and these laws and these rules that are that are hurtful for the children that we represent and we serve as educators. So a little bit of that punk rock attitude, the flip the table, tell them you're not going to stand for it is important too. And finally, the last piece for me is politics. And this is the dirty word, right? This is the thing that people cringe at. They don't like the word politics. I taught government for a long time and we would start the year by defining some terms. We would make classroom definitions for them and we would dig in. And we always started with two words, politics and government. And I wanted my students to tell me, what did they think of when they thought of the word politics? And what they thought of was never good. Arguing, yelling, lies, uh, people who are angry. All of these different things would come out when we would talk about that. But for me, I, I look at politics as sort of a classical concept. Politics as decision making. Politics as um, coming together to make that decision through the political process, um, through, you know, we, we, if you want to get specific and say the idea of that sort of like politics is, is how we get things done in a group. Politics is that way we, we, we determine what's next. And I think sometimes as educators, we go, nah, I don't want to get involved with that. I'm good in my classroom. I'm good with my, my students in my room. I don't need to venture out into anything else. But I'm, I'm going to tell you that if we want to change things, if you want to get your schools to be better funded, if you want to make sure that you are compensated for the incredibly hard work you do as an educator, if you want to make sure that you have the prep time you need and the resources you need and the the, the things you need to support those kids in your room, if you're tired of people telling you what you should be teaching in your classroom, you're tired of people at the state capitol saying, no, you can't say this word or we're going to ban these books in classrooms or we're going to do those things, sitting on the sidelines doesn't change that but but getting involved and 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 being part of the process the political process the part of standing up using your voice being heard speaking truth to power is important 
I've sat in on legislative hearings with a room full of educators behind me wearing red t-shirts and have felt that power. Um, I've marched on the Capitol with my fellow educators and felt that power. We've changed systems and they don't always change fast and they don't always change enough and they don't always stick. But if we step back and we don't do anything, that change isn't going to come. Sometimes that means you might have to talk to a state legislator. Sometimes that means you might have to talk to your city council person. Sometimes that means you might have to go to a school board meeting and hear what's going on and be a part of that process. Sometimes you might have to talk to one of your school board members and play that part, play the the thing that we do in order to make decisions, which is politics and a democracy. That's how we do things. And you have to play that piece of it. You have to be a part of that. You can't sit aside from it and then go, man, they're really messing this up. We have to get in there and make sure that they're not messing it up. It doesn't mean you have to spend every day doing that. It doesn't mean you have to spend every hour down at the Capitol. It doesn't mean you do those. But it means when there's an opportunity for you to speak up and use your voice, you should. When there's an opportunity for you to learn about who's running for uh, you know, your, your local school board, you should find out who they are, what they believe in, and vote accordingly, right? So for me, those three things are at the heart of what I see was my role as an educator and continues to be my role as I'm outside of the classroom and find myself in in this position and as I as I'm you know on this journey to to hopefully one day um, be a, a school administrator and support teachers and, and walk alongside them and and really guide those colleagues uh, and help them make the best school possible um, and for me it really comes down to pizza, punk, and politics, right? That community aspect that we need to build and what better what better tool to represent that or what better food or thing to represent that than pizza. Punk, that attitude, that DIY, that, that passion, that sometimes you gotta flip the table and fight the man. I think that's important. And I think it's important even when you find yourself becoming the man, right? As you get, you know, if you're a, if you're a school administrator, you went from a classroom teacher, now you are, you know, in charge of the school, so to speak. Sometimes you got to recognize, man, I'm the, I am the man now. Am I doing this wrong? Am I acting wrong? Am I, am I the thing that I rallied against? You got to keep that punk rock attitude behind you. And then finally, that idea of politics. We gotta we, we we gotta be a part of it. We gotta be a part of the solution, and that means standing up, being a part of the process, and 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 participating to make schools better. All right, that's it. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll see if people read pizza, punk, and politics, and they listen to this episode, or if they go, "Ooh, Josh is talking politics." I don't I don't know that I want a part of that one. Uh, you know, on the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, we always talk about what we're listening. It wouldn't be the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast if we didn't do that. And holy cow, there are so many records coming out this year. Just a bunch of stuff. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to go back in time with my pick for today. Uh, Dashboard Confessional put out a new album. Chris Caraba, the singer for Dashboard Confessional, put out a new album. And it takes me back to, I don't know, 2000, 2001. Uh, feeling real sad and emo, but this time it's for 40 year olds and, and, and I can dig that. I can dig that a lot. So you should go check that out. Uh, there's a new album by dashboard confessional. Oh man. What is it called? 
That would be helpful if I knew that. Uh, it is called All the Truth That I Can Tell. Go check it out. As always, you know you can find the show at punkrockclassrooms.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Punk Classrooms. You can find me at Josh R. Buckley. You can find my awesome co-host, Mike Earnshaw, on both of those platforms at Mike R. Earnshaw. Uh, we we love that you uh, that you listen. We appreciate your you being a part of our crew, being a part of our community, uh, and uh Feel free to share the show with with whoever you feel you should share it with. Uh, we love you much. Thanks for hanging out, and we'll see you at the show. I'm going for a walk. Podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and a podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We'll see you on the next episode.